0: Not playing today, people. Take a moment to admire the bishop. Yeah, it's that time of year. If we don't like it, it must be cool. It looks like a cotton candy, which is delicious. Mom, (laughs) we got a couple of legendary point guards here. And Jay will call me Captain Jay Hook. Can anyone at this table
1: tell me how long it's been since the same team won the NFC East two years in a row?
0: Twenty years. Twenty years. Nineteen. But everyone good. Caitlin Clark. Dead. Bang. Absolutely. If
2: Jeff came in and said, I could host Get Up, like that, like just because it looks easy.
0: You think my coaching career
3: went bad? That would be (laughs) real bad.
2: These are two fried eggs. Protein. Meat
0: lover's omelette. Protein. The largest sausage order I've ever seen. Protein. And it was gone in 45 (laughs)
3: seconds. Hey, that's how you get the day going. Protein. It's gonna
0: get real nasty up in here. The system stinks. (laughs) I'm ripping this up. Football became figure skating.
4: Don't speak common sense around it.
0: Think, I
2: don't care what you have. plan no i'm
0: ripping it up feel awful for florida state oh well thanks for mentioning that 13 minutes into the conversation (laughs) stick that in your pipe and smoke it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ripped up a lot of papers. Good, f- I know. I feel bad. And it's once I ripped up something I needed. <laughs> That's a message to all you young anchors at home. Whatever you do, don't do that. RC in with us on our Friday. We are jam-packed here. Hoops on the way as well. Live from the Seaport brought to you by Chase. The squad is in effect. And it began last night with a startlingly offensive game. We thought it was offensive. It turned out to be offensive. <laughs> Who would have seen it coming? We got Tomlin. We got Belichick. We got... Bailey Zappi on the first drive of the game.
5: Ezekiel Elliott was all over this drive. He got the football on the first play. He finishes here in the end
0: zone with the dive. He was also on my fantasy bench to my enormous chagrin this morning. Who the saw real that real team game
5: play. Neither can your fantasy team.
0: Second quarter. I could have lived without
5: that. Mitchell Trubisky, what on earth is this? Going to the other team, Jabril Peppers and his New England Patriots defense has been making plays the last few weeks and didn't. De- why are
0: you doing there so like that? There were so many Patriots there. <laughs> <laughs> what <was he> <laughs> there's so many more Patriots there than Steelers. And then, then there's a, a, a Patriot on the other end of this one, too. Hey, Bart, not one but two touchdown catches for Hunter Henry on his 29th birthday.
3: Hey, we know uh, you know I'm wacky for Zappy, man. He was on point yesterday. Offensive explosion.
0: And, and by their standards, this yes. genuinely was an offensive Tough explosion. It, they got 21 points in the first half. Then he would come the other way. Deontay Johnson gets behind. The defense.
5: For some reason, they just keep throwing them the ball, but this is the play that works out for Mitchell Trubisky and Diyate. Get the single high coverage, you get the inside release to the fade. The total was 30 last night. They went over by halftime. This is smart. That on fourth and two. Yeah, fourth and two. Let's just flip it to the goal. I mean, right, right there to the line of scrimmage
0: I, and hope that we could get something with I this was... freaking. Friday of New England Patriots. I, would, I would cross that one off the sheet. The Steelers <laughs> had no offense, so they desperately needed a big play from specials, and they get it with yeah. the neck block on the bonus there.
3: And this one, you thought that Mike Tomlin was going to
0: way to a win. It looked like it because Trubisky took it in and they got the two, so it's 21-18. Now here's your ball game, fourth and two. Yeah, on fourth and two, I I'd understand what you're looking
5: at. You're single high, you have press man with Deontay Johnson, but you're still Mitchell Trubisky.
0: Faulkner, Sullivan, do something different. Patriots win frustration in Pittsburgh.
5: I think that, you know, dudes just think that because they're wearing the black and gold that they're going to win games. And I think we need, to, we need to check that mentality and make people realize that they got to earn that mentality and they got to earn every single blade of grass.
4: Yeah, every single splash play and every single rep that they get out there, they've they got to earn it.
0: Okay, so let's dive into what I think becomes something of a complicated conversation. Mm. A lot of us in the national media, and if you hear from all our fans in Pittsburgh, they're not happy with their team and they're not happy with their coach today. We have been raving about how Mike Tomlin has elevated right. this team to all of these wins. Now in a five-day stretch... They lose home games against the Cardinals and the Patriots. And I can tell you right now, Steeler Nation, not happy. How much of this is fair to put at the doorstep of Mike Tomlin? A ton of it's fair to put at the doorstep of
5: Mike Tomlin. He's my favorite coach in the entire league. He's actually my friend. But Coach Tomlin has to change his messaging. Coach Tomlin has to change the way that he walks into that building every day. And I'm not saying don't be consistent or authentic to himself, he has to understand these dudes in his locker room are different. He has to understand that these dudes that wear black and gold don't understand the excellence that comes with the work and the effort that's put in every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday you walk into the building. And when you look at this team, this team looked like the Arizona Cardinals. This team has looked like the New England Patriots. They have just found ways to win because they have closers, because they have stars. But when Mika Fitzpatrick is rubbing his waves in front of his locker, that is the look of... Of disgust, that is the look of understanding that he has no answers to the questions. He has no answers to figure out a way to get his team to execute, to get his team to start the game prepared. If you were watching this game in the first half, the team that looked like they had playoff aspirations, the team that looked like they were prepared for the moment was the New England Patriots. And for all that we've given Bill Belichick hell for this year, last night he was the better coach. And Mike Tomlin has to be the better coach when you're playing against a team that doesn't have a roster that stacks up against yours?
3: I mean, listen, like Mike Tomlin had a team that has been winning you know, ugly games the entire year. You look at the fact that, you know, this is, a, to me, a Mitchell Trubisky problem, right? We see this all around the league. When you have a backup quarterback. They got quarterback, Bailey Zappy, I, though, bro. Bailey Zappy. I, I understand three that. Three
0: touchdowns against that. Ba- ba- touchdown. Bailey
3: Zappi was, was an upgrade, and Mika Fitzpatrick needs to look to his side of the ball and figure out why they didn't show up and be the dominant defense that we had seen the entire year. Yes, I understand that it was on a short week, and Bill Belichick is one of these guys that comes with totally different game plans. You know how hard it is to prepare on a short week you can't do anything physically and it looks like the team with the better game plan won and the team
0: with the better quarterback won because they were able to overcome the X's and O's that was actually he's making a point the last three weeks in a row, the Patriots had lost games in which they allowed 10 points or fewer. Their defense has been sensational. Has been. If you had said yesterday, the Steelers will score 18 tonight, you would have thought that's easily enough to win, Dan. That's not the way this game was expected to go.
1: 21 is a month's worth of points for the Patriots. Like, and I'm not even kidding. Yeah. They, had, they had 13 in their previous three games that's Like yeah. It didn't make any sense, but Belichick, you know, they lose 6 nothing to the Chargers on Sunday. Everyone in the building is miserable. Belichick calls An 8 p.m. staff meeting that night. Like, can you imagine what that was like to drag yourself into that meeting? But to his credit, and I know we're talking Steelers, but like briefly on Belichick, with everything that's going on and the possibility that, that they make a change there actually at the end of this year. Everything I've been told is he maintains this 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 locked in week to week focus that he always preaches, and I think we saw that last night. Now I don't know whether Tomlin didn't. I mean, that, that's a lot to say about a guy, but the fact of the matter is the Patriots were the more prepared working team but, but last Gras, night. Graz, isn't that the point though? Isn't yes. It, it, isn't it the point that
5: Bill Belichick felt like things had gotten so bad that when we go out there and we don't score any points, we're shut out to the Los Angeles yeah. Chargers? Yeah. We got to do something different. We got to get in this but, building yeah. at eight p.m. We got to change something that's going on on the field, and that team did. Support, that's right. the same thing that needs to happen in Pittsburgh.
2: Right. When you're past the trade deadline in the NFL, you say, how do yeah. we get better? And it starts from the head coach, which you mentioned, RC. But why my glass is half full for this team is they can play defense, and they got two Difference makers on offense that are underperforming. George Pickens and Pat Frymuth. And I think right now you have the mini buy for your Pittsburgh. If I'm Mike Tomlin, the CEO and the head coach, I'm saying we are getting these two guys the ball. That's going to give us the best chance to win because we can rush the passer. We have to score more points. It has to go through those two guys.
3: Quickly, who's going to get them the ball? Mitchell Trubisky can't play dead in the country westerns. You can have all the weapons you want. If the quarterback can't get it there, then it doesn't matter. Like the uh, But you know, Jake
2: Brownie has gone out and played good football. Jake Brownie has
3: talent. We know Mitch Trubisky stinks. <laughs> He's one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. And we keep putting him on the roster.
5: All right, but that's the that's the point. You you keep players on the roster and you keep coaches around too long. All of those things lead to the detriment of your team, and that is why the Pittsburgh Steelers are sitting here now. They made bad decisions, and you reap what you sow. Well, Look, I mean,
0: loyalty is, is, generally speaking, rewarded in consistency. Every now and again, you can be loyal to a fault. We'll see. As you mentioned, I mean, they're still basketball. in the playoff picture. We'll see what they can do. We are practically wall-to-wall football today, but – Let me show you what happened in the in-season tournament semifinals last night. Austin Rivers is in our studio, and so is Monica McNutt, who's with us here today. And this one was the LeBron James show, Austin. We talked about the young guys against the old guys. This old guy was
4: brilliant. Uh, Just absolutely bald. Took over the game from the start. Second quarter is when it really got ugly. By the third quarter, I think that turned off the TV. (laughs) It it, it, it wasn't close anymore.
0: They genuinely blew them out of the building. But how about LeBron? He's going to be 39 years old at the end of this month, and he's pulling up from everywhere. Look at the reaction of his teammates.
4: Yeah, no, this has been, you know, last night I think was special for a lot of reasons. The fact that a guy at his age, with everything that he's accomplished, is taking the game so seriously and taking this in-season tournament so seriously really sets a precedent going forward and how important it is.
0: He was 4-4 for from 3. Last night, he scored 30 points playing 22 and a half minutes. Then you're going to see him throw one up, and Anthony Davis will throw it down. He had 16 and 15. Yep. The Lakers, as Austin mentions, in an absolute cakewalk. And after the game, here's the coach on the superstar LeBron. So
6: I'll just stick to one word extraordinary, otherworldly. That's two. I know, I know, Dan. <laughs> A one-on-one. One. That's a phrase. That's not a word.
0: Well, look, we should not be limiting ourselves when it comes to the words we speak about LeBron James. Monica's up with us early this morning as well. And what do we say? He's going to be 39 years old at the end of this month. And I will say right now, I believe, Monica, he is in the handful of best players in the NBA. Someone said to me after I met, when we talked an hour ago, how about Jokic? I think it is Jokic, LeBron, and, and, and that's my list of the two best players in the NBA right now. Right this minute, I believe LeBron, if I had to win a game, he's the guy I would put on my team first.
6: I mean, based on last night's performance, I 100% understand why you're thinking that way. And to Austin's point, he's 38, he's turning 39. This is fantastic. We have not seen it. The issue was never what LeBron can or cannot do. It was whether or not he would have the stamina to maintain this level of performance down the stretch of a season. And we could argue whether or not he did last year in that series in which they lost to the Nuggets. But there is no doubt that we should savor and enjoy everything that LeBron gives us for as long as he continues to suit up.
0: Austin, you played against him for years. Does he look any different? It, or does he look every bit as good as he did eight, ten years ago?
4: That's the scary thing. He's, he's showing no signs of slowing down. You know what I mean? He's still in, in tip-top shape, still has the, 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 the stamina that we just talked about, it still has the motivation. This is a guy who's achieved everything in the game of basketball. And here in year 21, when most guys are trying to, like, segue into something else in their career, mm-hmm. th- this guy is – Still dominating, and like you said, he's one of the best players in the NBA right now. Yeah.
0: yeah. I-, I think if I if you told me I need to win one game nah, and yeah. I can have any player on my team, maybe it's Jokic and maybe it's LeBron. Not it's a bad that pick. Good. Now, another name that is going to start creeping into that conversation is the name Tyrese Ooh. Halliburton. Now, that's not one everybody knows, but Austin, he was sensational against Giannis yeah. and company last night. The stars are on Milwaukee, but it was Halliburton who stole the show. He, he controlled the entire game. And
4: my best part you know my favorite part of this game was him talking that talk and backing it up it was early on it wasn't just after he hit the you know the big shot and did the dame clock even when he pulled up deep earlier in the game I think it was like the third quarter and said I do this too that's when you know this guy is really about it uh I I mean and and listen you can see he is the motor that 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 moves that engine every everybody in that team when he has the ball is standing on their seat he 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 runs the whole team uh look at this
0: step back The step back dagger there, he had 27 points, 15 assists and zero turnovers. And there's the daytime celebration. And so it's Indiana that knocks out Milwaukee. I don't know if you had it, I should have looked this up. Do you ever play against him? He's so young and really. Not this guy. Not not,
4: that guy. He's he's elevated. Tell (laughs) us about
0: what is For those in America who are just finding this out, who is Tyrese Howell? You know, a lot of times, this is why the in
4: season tournament is so cool, because a lot of times we see these young stars become superstars in the playoffs. Right now, we're seeing it already in mid season because how serious these guys are taking this in season tournament. He's taking a step above from being like an all star caliber player so now he's putting himself in this cloth of being like a top two or three point guard in the nba he's dominating right now
0: monica talk to me about tyrese halliburton and can he do it tomorrow night against the seasoned los angeles lakers all
6: right so let me just give you this stat that himbo gave me in the last two games the two in-season tournament games 167 passes 209 touches and zero turnovers Mm. really his basketball IQ as exciting as it is his basketball IQ and his decision making through the in-season tournament has been without flaw now here's where it gets tricky for me in terms of the matchup for the inaugural champion in this thing this team they don't want bump and I don't mean that in a way that they're not up to compete because I do think they compete but literally physically this is not a physically imposing team Miles Turner has the ability to do that we saw him rock the rim versus Giannis a few times yesterday. But in general, their style is up and down. Like they're flying up and down the floor, they're dunking, they want to rock the rim. I actually think that the Lakers have the personnel to keep up and make it physical. So I'm leaning Lakers on this Quickly, one. Quickly, who wins?
4: At this point, do we do we do we go Pacers?
6: Do
0: we just go for the smaller market here? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what we're hoping like for, man? Math? Yeah. Okay. okay. Hey, to the NBA, congratulations! <laughs> this tournament has been everything you could have possibly hoped for. The Absolutely. final is tomorrow night, Pacers and Lakers, and we will see. Back to the football, we will go next. Is anyone more disrespected than Josh Allen in the entire league? Once. For all and forever, I will make my case. Coming up, plus the Purdy Party in San Francisco. How much credit does Mr. Irrelevant deserve for the 49ers' success? We're talking about it next. You're watching Get Up on ESPN.
3: Two
5: guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt.
1: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
3: Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart. And it cannot touch
0: my soul. And those three things are going to carry on forever. And indeed they have, and indeed they do. And for us, it is V-Week at ESPN. You can join the fight against cancer by visiting v.org slash donate. We continue Get Up here on ESPN. Let's play a game of either or. We got Kansas City-Buffalo this weekend. RC, more total touchdowns. Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes?
5: I think it's going to be Josh Allen. When you look at what Josh Allen is to this team within the red zone, the way that he can use his legs, also how he's been pushing the football down the field, I think Josh Allen has more total touchdowns individually because I believe that Isaiah Pacheco will be huge
0: for the Kansas City Chiefs in the red zone. Bartholomew, let's go to Dallas and Philadelphia. More receiving yards, A.J. Brown or C.D. Lamb? I'm
3: going to go with C.D. Lamb. I think, you know, right now the energy that the um, Dallas Cowboys are playing, they're the younger team that, that the most important position. I think A.J. Brown just has tired legs. Going for 2,000 early on, they depended a lot on him. I
0: think they need to catch their breath. They haven't got their second win yet. Yeah, and their secondary in Philly has been struggling as well. Mike Tannenbaum, how about San Francisco-Seattle? Who will throw for more yards, Geno Smith or Brock Purdy?
2: Brock Purdy, massively more. The vastly underrated and underappreciated Brock Purdy, who should be in the MVP conversation, will dominate this game. He's arguably one of the best players on the best team in the NFL. Well, the only thing I cannot
0: tell you is that uh, or that I cannot agree with you on is not only is he arguably in the MVP conversation, he is currently the betting favorite. Right. Okay. So I don't think we can argue that he's not in the conversation. I believe he will be surpassed by the winning quarterback Sunday night. We, I a doubt. We're,
3: Whether it's Dak, no, w- why are you making that face? It's not. It's not even close to the MVP, as in my opinion. Who should it be?
5: Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. yeah oh, oh, yeah. Ty, but I just, I just think the the, the Brock Purdy thing is, is is sort of strange to me. What is it that, 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 that he's that he's the MVP, especially after seeing what he looked like in three games Thank you. without Thank Paul you. Samuel. And and it's it, I Thank feel like you. the the MVP raises the level of play around him. Yes. Whereas the it, when you look at the San Francisco 49ers, it's the people around Brock Purdy that are raising his level of play. Can where you put were this, you?
3: Can you
0: put this man on the show with me every time? Well, we... where were you this week when I was getting screamed? that by yeah. all comers. I got Dan Orlovsky yelling at me. I got uh, I got Marcus
5: yelling yeah, at I, me. I think, I, I think he's a fine player. I think he's a good football player, and he's the best quarterback that Kyle Shanahan has had to run this offense, but I do not believe he should be in
2: the MVP conversation this year. We're penalizing him because he has good teammates yeah. like me, no. but other Stop quarterbacks... It. I'm penalizing him for what he looked like when exactly. he didn't have one good teammate. Right, yes. but, but if Jake Moody kicks the field goal against Cleveland, oh. this whole idea of the three-game losing streak doesn't exist, but more—it's what he of, looked like. It's, it's not, not the, the result. Streak, it's the film. Okay. For me, he's accurate. He gets love, the ball down. I love the field. this game. No, no, no. I love he gets game. the no, ball he, down the field. The film backs it up. The stats. film back He leads the league in yards okay. per pass attempt. Okay. He is in not QBR. This, I, I, he, I, I, he, I love this game. He, Lewis Riddick. Play. It was actually
0: Lewis Riddick who was screaming at yeah. me. I'm sorry. Lewis Riddick wore me out I love, on this show on I, Wednesday. And you know how scary Lewis can be when he <laughs> gets serious. So a lot of I was seeing coming come off that Here's the point. Dan Orlovsky. Uh, uh, Dan Graziano, excuse Either way. me. One of the things that came up in this conversation. No, you're Friday, Dan, not I Monday. I do a Dan. mean Orlovsky uh, yeah. here, Here's the question. I'm going to stand up. The fact that this team <laughs> was <laughs> as successful <laughs> as it was all those years with Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh-huh. None know, of us are. Let yeah. me just say now i Orlovsky. Now I'm Orlovsky. No disrespect, but you standing up and Orlovsky standing up are not the same <laughs> thing. <time. laughs> but neither here nor there. Now let's yeah, yeah, be serious yeah. for a minute. Okay. One of the things that comes up is we saw this team do high-level winning, maybe yeah. not as effective offensively, but high-level winning with Jimmy Garoppolo, whom the world does not consider to be an MVP-caliber player, Hasn't and so now he hands way. the baton to Brock Purdy. Yeah. Should that factor in as we assess how good Purdy is? I don't think it should. I mean, I, I, think, he's,
1: I think he's being underappreciated, honestly. I, I do. I mean, I— Obviously, in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. He's the betting favorite for MVP. So right. He's not, not underappreciated. Not under-appreciated. No, I mean, he's leading the league in QBR, which is a measure of of, of plays the quarterback makes that contribute to winning. Right. right? That's, that's independent of his supporting cast. Uh, so I, I think I think, look, we have people that, we have matters. people at this table that can attest to this, right? Like your your draft status stays with you your whole career like people will continue to underrate you just because they did on draft day like that that, that happens it's unfortunate that but it really happens not. and i do think that will Rock. Right. I do think having... that will continue to be the case with Brock Purdy. No, I, th- I, th- I think
5: I I I am a Brock Purdy fan. I believe that he's an yes. extremely good football player. But when we're looking at the MVP candidacy for this year alone, I believe you have to factor in those three games. You have to factor in when he was asked to make plays to beat the Minnesota Vikings, right. he could not make those plays. He turned the football over. So those are the things that I look at and that has to weigh against him. Do I believe he ends up being a top three yeah. finisher for the MVP? Absolutely. But when you look at Brock Purdy, he is the best quarterback they've had there. He is not Jimmy Garoppolo. He is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. He should be their franchise guy going forward. I'm talking about specifically
0: for that award. Quickly, quickly, quickly. You you were undrafted. You were undrafted. Yes. If if Trey Lance was doing exactly the same thing. If everything was exactly the same, but it was Trey Lance doing it instead, would people perceive it differently? No, I don't think Trey Lance oh. could do it, but maybe. No, 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 I but know my, that. But my point is, he was the third pick in the draft. No, because Greedy, the they,
5: they wouldn't because he's the betting favorite yes. to win the MVP. <laughs> but, but, like, we are so, saying this because we're watching the film, Right. Like, it, it, it's I don't he's care a, where he's, a, he's He's a drafted. nice player.
3: He's a nice player. He he fits perfect system. Environment matters, and I think we don't take the environment into consideration. All right. We'll find out how much they feel about Brock Purdy when it's time to pay him $40 million a year. He'll I gotta do something. Him.
0: Wait, I gotta do something. And he doesn't know what's coming. My favorite athlete of all time, right this second, is Jordan Clark, oh. RC's oh. son, who has announced is that is tra- Okay, to Notre Dame. So, are you now waking up the echoes, RC? I am waking up the echoes.
5: So, here's a story my eighth grade year. For Christmas, my mom bought me a Notre Dame jacket. Mm-hmm. It's the one school I wanted to go to my entire life. And they junior, my junior year, they came down, they got my tape, and they offered another kid from Louisiana. <laughs> uh, uh, so it was really cool, man. Um, and also I also have a cool story about Kenny Dillingham from Arizona State. He actually called Marcus Freeman while we were there to tell him how great he thought Jordan was. Oh, and so soft. I thought that that was an awesome um, Thing for him to do way to extend himself. But, yeah, so we are golden domers for you. Mm, Congratulations.
0: That. That Thank you so to much, the entire that family was really awesome. all right, Quick break. Sunday night, Dak and the Cowboys, season on the line. Do they do what We're talking about it. Plus, once, forever, and finishing it. Josh Allen. <laughs> I ran out of words. I'm so frustrated already with this Josh Allen stuff that I'm going to end the debate once and for all. Next. Here's the deal. I know that you know that Josh Allen has turned it over in eight straight games and that he has the most turnovers in the NFL over the last four years. I know you know that because you hear it all the time. It generally comes right after someone on television says, well, Josh Allen is a great player. But let's try something different here. Let's talk about just how great he actually is. Allen has 17 more touchdowns than he does turnovers this year. So for all the talk about those, do you know how many players have a better margin than that? One. Dak Prescott. In fact, Allen has 94 more touchdowns than turnovers the last four seasons. Only Patrick Mahomes has a better margin in the entire league. Over those four seasons, while everyone has been busy talking about Allen's turnovers, do you know how many teams have scored more points than the Bills have? None. And only the Chiefs have had a better record. Over those four seasons, Allen himself, personally, has 163 touchdowns, and his team has punted 174 times. He is a one-man offensive machine. And with seven more scores this year, which, knowing him, he'll get in like two weeks, he will become the first quarterback ever with four consecutive 40 touchdown seasons. Peyton, Patrick, Brady, Breeze, Brett, none of them did that. Allen is about to. So now let's consider where the Bills are right this minute. If their kicker makes one lousy field goal in Philadelphia, and if they don't have 12 men on special teams against Denver, they would be 8-4, and four, and Josh Allen would be the leading candidate for MVP. So in conclusion, let me say this. The year that Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs, I never once heard anyone mention that he also struck out 175 times. Why? Because he was so good, it more than made up for the imperfection. Josh Allen is that good, too. And there is no need to put a but at the end of that sentence. That's what I think. Let's see what this collection over here thinks about all of that. R.C., talk to me. What do you think? Once, forever, and always, Josh Allen, have I won you over? You didn't really have to win me over. Yes, did. I did.
5: Oh, and you also, you also didn't tell me anything I didn't know. Yes,
0: I did. But. But you didn't, Greeny. What I told yeah. you is that his turnovers don't matter nearly as much as people try and act like they do. Ooh, what matters know. in NFL games in this day and age is explosive plays. The, he hey, Greeny. More of them than hey, Greeny. Hey, Greeny, can I ask you a question?
5: Yes. Can I ask you a question? What? Did those plays matter the first week against
0: the Jets? He had two very bad games this year. He had the, the Jet game was an absolute disaster. But generally speaking, great players have bad games. Over the last four years, he has been the second best quarterback in the Yeah, listen. You know what? Football. You
5: know what? Generally speaking, I agree with you. Generally speaking, I think that Josh Allen is extremely explosive. We love the dynamic plays he makes. And you know what I would have loved for Josh Allen to do? Tell me. Be better than Joe Burrow when Joe Burrow came to the, the divisional round last year. Yeah, that was a nice day that'd, for the that'd, entire that'd nice. team. You know what I've liked him to do? When the ball, when he gets the out to James Bradbury and he understands that they're in trap coverage, not throw it to James Bradbury. I don't mind Josh Allen's interceptions if they don't hurt the team. But if your interceptions hurt the team, Josh Allen has to be evaluated in the way that we evaluate all quarterbacks. It's okay to say that Josh Allen is great, and we would love to have Josh Allen on our team, and also say, but I would also love for him to protect the ball more in crucial football moments so his team can win more games. And we would say about any other quarterback in the world that we believe is as talented, as dynamic, as great as Josh Allen, if you're 0-6, you are defective in some do it's not just the rest of your team that can't find a way to win the game in overtime. When we, by all estimations, only think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time because he wins, because he protects the football when you're supposed to, and he makes the winning plays in football games to help his team win
0: championships. And in the 0-6 that you're talking about in overtime, his team has allowed an average of 32 right. and a half points per game.
2: Yeah, yeah uh, Greedy, I, I would have even gone further because, like, if you go back to that game last week. It was their defense that let him down at the end in the most consequential Question, How about this? How about this? Just, just throwing it out there, right? Do
5: you know why the Philadelphia Eagles walk off the field victorious? Why? Because Jalen Hurts, when it was time to make a winning play, used his legs and got in the end zone. Do you know why Jalen Hurts had an opportunity to get the ball? Because the cover zero, when he was rushed, for some reason, Josh Allen and Gabe Davis were not on the same page. That's football. That's execution. That's greatness. So either we have to sit here and say, based on that game, correct? If we're talking about greatness that Jalen Hurts is greater than Josh Allen. And if you say that, I will sit back down. But if we're going to judge every quarterback in the world off of how they execute in the most critical moments, off of how they help their teams win championships, we can't because Josh Allen is big and pretty. Forget that she can't freaking cook. <laughs> we can't forget that I work all day and she don't clean the house. I don't care if she fine. <laughs>
3: No, but listen, 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 both can be true, right? Like, I I, I compare him to James Harden, Joel Embiid, right? Great players, talented players, but when it comes time to win, what do you do? It's not what you do, it's when you do it. Oh, my God. And listen, I love Josh Allen. Josh Allen's numbers in the playoffs are like the third best in the history of the sport. This is going to be one of the biggest travesties, travesties When this window closes, he's because this is the last year that they're going to have an opportunity to win a championship. They may not make the playoffs. If They don't make the playoffs. What is the conversation going to be about?
1: Get in here. He's awesome. I dispute the notion that Josh Allen needs defending. I, I just don't understand. Like everybody I talk to thinks Josh Allen's great, but he does throw interceptions. If you told me I'm going to give you a Ferrari and it's yours now to drive once a month, it's going to get a flat tire. I'm going to think about it. Like I'm not sure I'm going to necessarily want to drive it, but I, it. I'm probably yeah, yeah, yeah. going to take it, and I'm probably going to drive it a heck of a lot more often than I'm going to
2: drive any other car. I feel like I need to stand up. Go ahead. Here's the other thing I would say though. What, are these what are even for? do you think about what he What's that? I said, what are these chairs even for? I'm Go. Sorry, yeah. sorry, second in the league in touchdown passes. Second in the league that's in rushing touchdown. And Bart, we great. we were on a lot great. of great teams that could play defense. And the part about his game that's underappreciated, and I know Jalen Hurts outdid it uh, this past Sunday. But he can make huge plays with his legs. That's great. And that is really hard to defend consequential moments. Oh, so,
5: right. so, so in reading his stats, yeah. your suggestion and Mike Tannenbaum's suggestion is this. We only talk about that's the tougher. good stats, so we say no, 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 we no. say we say so we can't say he has this amount. Of t- he leads in this amount of touchdowns. We can't say he leads in this in this and that offensively, and then go he also leads in turnovers. turnovers. We, we can't can. say that.
0: Of course no. you can That's not what I'm saying. What I'm hard. saying is that after that game against Philadelphia, a, I had to sit there and listen to people talk about how his turnover cost them the game. When the reality of that game is, there were 106 players in uniform that day, and, and he was by Josh far was the, the best. best one. He, he was the he best, best one far. in the entire. That day so if me. I pick you up and I if you we if you if, if you break game. your leg running a marathon and you have a hundred yards left and I pick you up and I carry you ninety nine yards and then I fall is it my fault you didn't get over the finish line? What do we no, know. he was the best player in That's the fine. entire Ameri- game. Ameri- Ameri- a we want winners. In individual race. We
3: want winners. Period. We celebrate winners. Peyton Manning had a bad narrative until he won a Super
0: Bowl. If Nobody Allen's cares team about stats. Held on to a lead with thirteen seconds left in a playoff game in Kansas. City, but uh, you're blaming him now for not, that. Everything would be completely
6: different. Greenie, Greenie, friend. Greenie, yeah.
5: Greeny. Yeah. Nobody's. I'm not. I'm not blaming him. I feel like All, you are. Nope. I'm not <laughs> blaming him. All I'm saying is to you have to tell the entire story. Yes. And in telling Josh Allen's entire story, that is also part of it. Right. I agree. And here's this. I agree with. Every great thing you want to say about Josh Allen, and if we just want to have a segment that talks about Josh Allen's
2: greatness, right. I am all for that. Uh, but I'm about Josh Allen's totality, and if the 32 teams were sitting right there, 31 of them outside Kansas City would raise their hands and say, "Hey, we'll take him." Cincinnati or,
0: wouldn't. Cincinnati would. Right. Cincinnati
2: might not. Would Philadelphia? Philadelphia I don't know would.
0: if Baltimore would. would. You think what?
3: Baltimore would? I don't I, think Baltimore would either.
5: Yeah. So, like, I
0: think but, it's I, more but like the,
5: your, your point, though, your point is is true. Mike Tannenbaum, when you look at what Josh Allen has done, what Josh Allen can do, it is not a question that Josh Allen, to me, when we go about talent, Josh Allen is in the tier that only holds Patrick Mahomes. That's what I believe. Right? And if I get to stop there, if we don't have to tell the whole story of quarterback play, if we don't have to tell the whole story decision of making. decision-making, then Josh Allen's story that's is an easy one to tell. Okay. But that's
0: part of it. So his QBR is third in the league this year. But that's not even It's gonna, like Brett <laughs> Favre. Why do the Red picks? Was Show the me the way. picks. We've got a monster game this weekend, and we're split oh. right down the middle. Graziano, you like Buffalo. Yeah, but I guess not hard enough, because I should have <laughs> written also,
1: like, also Josh Allen is great, because otherwise I'm
0: disrespecting him so much. I don't I I, I don't – say Kansas City wins.
3: I think Kansas City wins because of their defense, and I think that's the best unit out of all the units out there on the football field. I think Josh Allen's going to press because they don't run the ball, which they should because I think James Cook is playing well, and they, he's going to put one up. And if Kansas City gets it in that building, I think Kansas City wins.
5: You know what? This is a perfect game. You know why? Why? You know who, who, we, who we now defend Josh Allen like? Yeah. Young LeBron James. Yep. And so when he – does whatever it is where he finally gets over the top and he finally wins, we could talk about it. Whoa, well, this week he is playing Michael
0: Jordan. Mm, yeah, we'll see this will be the weekend. Mm. Okay, let me leave this here for a moment and change tone completely because there was another story yesterday, and you probably saw mention of this on social media, but it involves the bills and their coach Sean McDermott, who was saying now that he regrets citing the 9/11 attacks as proof of teamwork during a training camp speech that he made in 2019. This was first reported by Go Long. McDermott told players to come together and use the terrorists on 9-11 as an example, saying that the hijackers were all on the same page. McDermott says about an hour after that speech, four years ago, he apologized to the team. And yesterday, shortly after that report came out, he reiterated that apology.
1: I regretted mentioning 9-11 in my message that day, and I immediately apologized to the team. And it was actually at the start of practice. I brought everybody together and said, this was the goal, this was the intent. If anyone misinterpreted or didn't understand my message, I apologize. I I didn't do a good enough job of communicating clearly.
0: McDermott was hired. As the Bills head coach in 2017, over this past summer, he signed a contract extension through 2027. All right, we'll leave that there for the moment. As we continue, back to the games on the field. Dak has been incredible, but will the greatness of his season be defined on Sunday? What statement does he need to make? And then, speaking of statements, Graziano, here we go trivia. Here's the question. Who was the first coach in NFL history To have an MVP winner on two different franchises, Mike McCarthy could be the next. The answer is right after this.
3: Today, people, take a
0: moment Ooh, to admire baby. the bishop. Yeah.
3: It's that time of year. If we don't like it, it
0: must be cool. It looks like a uh, cotton candy, which is delicious. Mom! <laughs> we got a couple of legendary point guards here and Jay Will. <laughs> Call me Captain Jay Hook. <laughs>
1: Can anyone at this table tell me how long it's been since the same team won the NFC East two years in a row? 20,
0: 20 years. 20 years. 19. But Everyone <laughs> the human element stinks. It's the <laughs> reason we have that deodorant.
2: If Jeff came in and said I could get up like that, like just because it looks easy.
0: You think my coaching career went bad? That would be <laughs> real bad. These are two fried eggs. Protein. Meat lover's omelet. Protein. The largest sausage order I've ever seen. Protein. And it was gone in 45 <laughs> seconds. Hey, that's how you get they going? Protein. It's going to get real nasty up in here. The system stinks. <laughs> I, I'm ripping this up. Football became figure skating. They don't Ball speak me. common sense around you. Fink, I don't care what you had planned. No, no it's I'm not ripping it good. up. Feel it awful this. for Florida State. Oh, well, thanks for mentioning that 13 minutes into the conversation. <laughs> Stick that in your pipe and smoke it, Fink. <laughs> <laughs> Fink, no. Fink has had a rough week around yes. here. But he deserves it. Okay, here's the question. So you got Mike McCarthy, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. He coached Aaron Rodgers when he won MVP, right. and Dak could win MVP this year. Sure could. Who was the first coach in NFL history to have an MVP winner on two different franchises? It's
1: a tough question. I, I, Brandon said suggested Vermeil because of Kurt Warner, but I couldn't remember if anybody won one. For him in Philly, plus he might not have been the first. The name that came to my mind is Don Shula with Johnny Unitas in Baltimore and Dan Marino in Miami,
0: so that's got to be my guess, Don Shula. It's the right era. It's not the right coach. It's George Allen who coached Roman Gabriel to an MVP for the Rams (laughs) and Larry Brown for Washington in 1972. I don't love the question. I I, I don't love the question. I don't love the question. I mean, anytime you can get Roman. And Gabriel and Larry Brown into the That's Chicago what I'm saying. Tour. I mean, uh, yeah. Larry Brown who went, on, <laughs> Larry Brown who went on to a very <laughs> successful coaching career, both in pro and college. Yeah, yeah, right, Indiana. I mean, that's yeah, a t- Hembo was a small man. Yeah. I don't even think that should count. 33 to 15. Yeah, it's like a six field goal game now. If you're the Jets, Whatever. one way or another, let's roll this thing on. DraftKings Sportsbook is brought to you by DraftKings. Let's play a game of more or less. Looking ahead to Eagles Cowboys on Sunday night, Bart. More or less, 43-and-a-half rushing yards for Jalen Hurts?
3: I'm going to go less. less. Yeah, I'm going to go less. Uh, I think they're going to go. They're here to call for for Swift to get the ball to be more balanced on the side. Listen, he's injured. I don't think he's healthy. That's why we haven't seen a big part of the RPO game. I think he stays and tries to protect himself. I think they protect him as well by running the ball with Swift
0: Tannenbaum, Let's talk about CD Lamb. More or less, 89 and a half receiving yards.
2: Well, I go less greedy. Earlier the show, I heard some really smart football analysis say how much Jake Ferguson takes care of the passing offense <laughs> out and how productive <laughs> they go, they're going to be because of Jake Ferguson. So, I love CD Lamb, but. Not going to get that much production despite them winning the game. And then Graziano,
0: let's go to Dak. More or fewer, 295 and a half passing yards. Got to go with more. He is
1: locked in. He had 374 of them
0: the last time
1: these two teams played, which was not long ago. Uh, the Philadelphia secondary still has some work to do, I think, if it wants to get in the kind of shape it needs to be in, to go where they want to go, I think Dak Prescott has a big
0: game. Dak was great in that game. In fact, he's been great in every game since they lost to San Francisco. But as he learned yesterday, people still want to talk about that game.
3: How much did you appreciate C.D. speaking up after the 49er game saying, we got to get our
6: act together a little bit? Are we still back there? (laughs) 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 Look where you are now. Look where you were and look where you are now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, y'all panicked. (laughs) <laughs>
0: we didn't honestly
2: good
6: for him
0: I, I, that's that's a t-shirt right y'all panicked Whoa. we didn't I like that good part of it hey, hey
5: guys what yeah. you know that's that's the for seven weeks I've played or six weeks I've played really good so yeah. I could act for, like for this. homecoming games. yeah this, this is this is like a this is a very hindsight reaction because in that moment he said how badly he played how badly the team played and no you never panic like you move on to the next week but this is Dak Prescott feeling a lot different than what he felt like after that game this is Dak Prescott having shown he can rebound from that adversity but there's a reason they talked about that week because since that week they still ain't beat nobody that mattered, mm. right? Since that week, they haven't gone out and shown that as a team. He has shown it as a player. He's ascended and started to play at a different level. But as a team, they still don't have one of those wins that we look at on their on their resume, and we say that's like beating Jacksonville by right. a million, like San Francisco. That's like beating Seattle, whatever it was, thirty one to thirteen, like beating Philadelphia. And so the Dallas Cowboys do
0: need that win, and that's what people will point to for him. Those are the numbers that Dak has put up since that game. The one loss was literally by inches and seconds against Philadelphia.
2: Yeah, in the NFL you can't apologize who you play and like they are literally inches away from being 7 and 0 since that moment. And when you look at the trajectory of this team against Philadelphia, look We'll see what happens today night. But to me, Dallas is right now the better football team. If,
3: if if was a fifth, we'll all be drunk. And you talk about a game of ventures. The reality is he had four homecoming games there. I think we're talking about him the same way we're talking about Tua Baylor early in the season when they haven't beat any meaningful teams. They need a signature win. Last week was a start. That was a team, a great shootout. Yeah. Dak stepped his game up and carried that team when the defense wasn't able to be elite. But we want to see him win. And even if they win this week, I think they're they're playing much better than Philadelphia So I expect them to win this game. But you're judged by playing people that we deem –
1: Worthy. Let me put the pics on the screen. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, everybody here likes Dallas. Go we'll ahead, Dan. See that? The beautiful part about this game is it, it doesn't have to be a statement game. It doesn't have to be about how you're judged. It matters in, in reality. Yeah. Like, if they win the yes. game, they're in first place. Yep. If they lose the game, they're probably not going to win the division. So, mm-hmm. it doesn't, like, like, Dak Prescott, first of all, I didn't like his reaction because I didn't think that was the question. Yeah. Like, I would have loved if I'm Dak Prescott to be asked about the turning there. point in this season yeah. and how well you've played since and talk about how I'm First in all those stats over the last seven games, but yeah, I I don't think he was asking about how badly they played against San Francisco. He's talking about how well they're playing now, which is extremely well. And and I think I think the Cowboys go in with a tremendous amount of confidence. Mm -hmm. I think the fact that they lost to Philly a couple of weeks ago didn't really ding their confidence because they felt like they were toe to toe with them in Philadelphia.
0: I think if they don't win this game, it's not because they're not positioned. I hear you. Let me get one Eagles question in here because I didn't have you Monday. Um, And, you know, I love to ask it this way. Bad week or bad sign for the Eagles the way they got manhandled by San Francisco? I think it's a bad week.
5: I think Bart mentioned sort of the war of attrition that they've been under, but it's a bad matchup for them against the San Francisco 49ers. The bad sign for me is offensive coordinator Brian Johnson not consistently calling the run. It's the departure that we've seen from Shane Steichen, who's now the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, Mm -hmm. to what the Philadelphia Eagles offense is now. If you listen to Nick Bosa recently say, I think we have the blueprint to stop Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. That blueprint blueprint only works if they become a drop-back football team. Mm. And that's what we've seen from them. That has to change this week. And also defensively, what we know is if you put these second-level defenders in space and make them tackle linebacker. that they can have issues, and I believe that that will show up this week against the Dallas Cowboys as well.
2: Greedy, I want to double down what R.C. said about Philly's offense. Marquez Bell is the starting linebacker right now for Dallas. He's 215 pounds. Mm-hmm. This is a great matchup for Philly to run the ball. This is by far their biggest advantage of the game yeah I mean we'll see
3: with Shaq Leonard what he has and what he mm. can bring as far as a communication level because it was a bidding war for him and he decided to go with the Philadelphia Eagles I wonder what he was promised and what he saw in the defensive yeah. game plan
0: last Friday we were all sitting here talking about the importance of Shaq Leonard will he go to Dallas will he go to Philly he chose Philly let's see what happens and another reminder don't forget on DraftKings Sportsbook this season new customers can bet five dollars and pocket hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets instantly Plus, all customers can get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day. Download the app and use the promotional code GETUP when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Speaking of the crown, the king was brilliant yesterday. They'll talk about it on First Take NBA in-season tournament. Stephen A. live in Vegas, top of the hour on ESPN. The inaugural NBA in-season tournament championship game is tomorrow night, 8:30 Eastern, on ABC and the ESPN app. You got LeBron, you got the Lakers, you got Halliburton, you got the Pacers. NBA Countdown tips it off from Vegas at eight. Meanwhile, on ESPN two, the Mega Cast will feature Kevin Hart.
2: Kevin, my main piece of advice is this: just be yourself, and you'll do great. That's actually good advice. Thank you. Hold on one sec. Hey everyone, sorry, uh, late. I was on the other line. So, Kevin, mega cast advice. Rule number one don't listen to anything Peyton says, and you'll do great. That's it. Yeah, great advice. Helpful as always, E. What do you guys think? They're just too
5: funny, man. Like, why are they so funny together? <laughs> and also, too, it's Peyton's really mean to Eli. <laughs> yeah. Have a wonderful yeah. weekend. See, a see you bro. One day. First <laughs> take now. Oh, get up.